Good afternoon and welcome to today's episode of The Crime Shop. Colorado closed. No more transplants wanted. This is really an unusual turn. It has been reported that the citizens of Colorado would prefer that no more transplants move here. Normally, Colorado does welcome transplants with open arms. We do actually welcome growth and these transplants can be quite fun. But that sentiment has changed over the past year. Coloradans are becoming increasingly frustrated with transplants moving here. A lot of those transplants are your wealthy from California and those nasty wealthy East Coasters. And those people have driven up the cost of homes here, which is really what's pissing people off. So all these studies and everything, they're lovely numbers that I see but they're not really telling you what's going on and what's happening is that the citizens of the state are frustrated with the cost of living here. It's not just the home prices, it's the cost of living that's really frustrated quite a few people. So what is going on? And you have to ask yourself, like, why do people not want transplants here? Well, number one, it is the unattainable housing costs. While traffic has become the nation's 15th most congested, the metro violent crime rates have risen to epic proportions, Colorado has become the nation's car theft capital, the nation's catalytic converter theft capital, the nation's cocaine use capital, or fentanyl use has skyrocketed along with pot, heroin, and meth. Everything is being spiked with fentanyl, and we just so happen to be one of the states with the highest rise in overdose deaths, not to mention that we are seeing an increase in suicide rates that we have never seen before. Now, a joint Rasmussen's report, Numbers USA Education and Research Foundation survey showed that Colorado residents believe that the state grew too much too fast and that the leaders should discourage more whilst our leaders want to do very little to discourage more growth. Demographers are projecting that Colorado will add another 1.8 million people by the year 2050. Now, here's the problem with this. Some of this research doesn't really highlight the problem between what we consider affordable housing and Section 8. What our leaders in the state have done is they have kind of mixed the two. So what's happening is your middle class, your working class is being forced out of the market and out of the state. So all this affordable housing that you see on ballots and all these things being talked about affordable housing, if you look at what the qualifications to actually be able to move in that, those are damn near Section 8 qualifications. You have to make $20,000, $30,000 a year. Those people should be in Section 8. And affordable housing should be what it is, truly, so that your middle class can live there. The middle class and the wealthy tend to get along a little better. But what happened is, in some of these um, surveys, was that people said, I don't want affordable housing because of the fact that it's allowing Section 8 people into those buildings and it is driving down home prices. Now, to keep the home prices where they are, you need to have affordable housing, but the leaders in the state need to put the affordable housing in the hands of the middle class, meaning you need to increase the qualifications to obtain affordable housing. Then these multi-million dollar affordable housing units that they're making these residential units, they will be full of middle class working people, which will not decrease the home values of the wealthy nearby. Now, it's anyone's guess as to what's going to happen here. 
I'm hoping that our leaders start taking a more serious look at the situation. It's more about affordable housing and not low income and Section 8 housing. But we'll see what happens in the coming months. That is all for today's episode of The Crime Shop.